0: Hey, babes. I hope everyone is having an amazing week. Finally, fall is here. I'm so excited. Anyone who knows me knows that I am all about the comfy clothes. I love leggings, hoodies, all of it. I'm one of those people who does not care what season it is. I'm wearing my hoodie all year round. As much as you guys hate to hear it and as much as I hate it too... With fall being here and colder weather coming after, I felt this week's topic was super important. Don't come for me. I know that it's not winter yet, but now that fall is here, you know what comes after fall. Summer is amazing for so many reasons, like our serotonin levels just being boosted and there's so much light around us. It's just a different feeling when it's summertime because you've got things to do and It's just a different vibe. So when the weather changes and the seasons change, so do our moods. And along with that comes a lot of seasonal depression and mood swings and things that we might not be used to. It's easier for us to take care of ourselves in the summertime, right? You go outside, you go for a walk, you get fresh air. But what happens when it's winter and fall and, you know, it is getting a little bit chilly, so you're inside more often. Let's talk about self-care. I know personally for me, when it starts to get cold out, I just want to bundle up and not do anything and just enjoy all the foods. That's like my thing. And I feel like a lot of you guys are like that too. So let's be proactive and implement some self-care together so we can figure out how do we keep our routine even with the weather change and even with our mood and our attitude changing. Before we start talking about a routine and how we can implement self-care throughout the winter months, let's first talk about what self-care is and why it's never ever selfish to take care of yourself. Self-care looks different to everyone it could mean a multiple of different things but it's never selfish to take care of yourself in the way that you need to be taken care of and what I mean by that is your self-care might look differently than someone else's and if you're a mother like me self-care sometimes means being alone and being away from other people being away from your child and sometimes you need that and I think society looks at being alone or needing a break away from your child as you being selfish. And I just want to say that if you are a mother or, you know, you are taking care of children or you're even taking care of an adult and you just are surrounded by responsibility all the time, it's never selfish to take care of yourself. Like I said, self care can look differently for everyone. Self care could be you need time by yourself, you need to read a book, you need to get your nails done, you need to go work out, you need a vacation. I mean, self care can literally be anything. And it doesn't always need to be something monetary for it to be self care. I think a lot of people look at the word self care and they think, oh, I have to buy myself something or I have to treat myself, I have to go out to eat. And that's not always the case. Obviously, if those are things that you love to do and things that relax you, keep doing them. But sometimes self-care can look as simple as taking a 15-minute walk by yourself and just enjoying peace and quiet that, as you know as a mom, we never get... If you're a mom listening to this, you know how hard it can be sometimes to implement self-care into your routine. You know, you've got the kids all day, you're exhausted. The last thing you want to do is spend time or money on yourself. And I totally get that. Even if you're not a mom, sometimes it can just be hard to find the time or find the reasoning as to why you should practice self-care. But here's why it's super important. Life has enough stressors on its own between work, kids, family. So if we aren't taking care of ourselves, even in the smallest aspects, those small stressors that seem small at the time are going to begin to build and you'll take that out on other areas of your life. I'm not an expert by any means, but I'm speaking from experience. If you don't take the time even five minutes a day, to just be alone, take care of yourself, and really hone in on what it is you need, all of the stressors in your life are going to begin to feel huge. So what do I mean by that? It will be a lot easier to tackle your goals and to handle stress if you implement a level of self-care throughout your day. It'll be something that you look forward to every day, whether it be that morning meditation or hitting the gym in the afternoon, it'll be a part of your day that you look forward to. Therefore, everything around you won't feel as big of a problem. You will start to notice yourself tackle certain goals differently and look at situations differently from a new perspective when you have that level of relaxation in your day versus if you're constantly stressed and you're not having an outlet and overworked, then everything that's small, that's an inconvenience, sorry guys, it's super early. Everything that's small, that's an inconvenience in your life is going to feel massive. And it's going to present itself to be a bigger problem than what it actually is. Versus if you took that five or 10 minutes a day to just meditate and figure out what it is that your self-care is really needing and as I said before it's never selfish to figure out what you need and take the time to implement that into your life no matter what anyone else says you come first always and I know that that's hard especially as a mother to think about our children come first but we can't give from an empty cup right I mean You can't give everything that you want to give if your energy level is here at the bottom and you have a full day ahead of you with your kids or school or work. You can't start with an empty cup. You have to make sure that you are full first. Okay, so that's the first thing, very important. The second thing is getting organized because if you're someone who's never implemented self care into your routine, you don't even know where to start, you have a million things going on in your day, here's where you start. I actually began my self-care journey with mindfulness. And if you're someone who's not aware of what mindfulness is, it's being able to engage in the things around you fully without distraction. Creating time limits for myself became my absolute best friend. I allotted a certain amount of time every day that I wouldn't be bothered by anything, anyone, and it started out small, which if you're new to self-care and you've never done this before, start small. I gave myself 10 minutes every day where I wouldn't allow anyone to contact me. I stayed off social media for that small amount of time, and over time, that grew into more and more time until now it's at a, a period that I'm comfortable with. Creating a level of self-efficacy with your self-care is going to be crucial to implementing a new self-care routine. And what I mean by that is, just like everything else, it takes practice. If you've never allowed yourself to have time alone, or if you're someone like me who just constantly is doing something, you need to practice That time alone and practice that level of selfishness every single day. So setting time limits was my first and foremost for implementing my self-care routine. Starting small and being realistic is key to having any set routine, whether it be in your fitness life, in your mental health, every single day. And maybe your schedule only allows you 10 or 15 minutes of alone time, Use that time to your advantage. You know, when I was in the beginning of my journey and learning how to allocate my time, I would write down a goal for each day and allow myself a certain amount of time. And during that time, whether it be, like I said before, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, I would just make myself completely unavailable and focus on what it is that I wanted to focus on that day. Allow yourself that time fully and unapologetically. Like I said in the beginning, if you're a mother, this is extremely crucial and I know it seems hard to do, but moms, if we don't take care of ourselves and allow ourselves to breathe, everything in our day is going to feel massive and we don't want to put that load on ourselves. This idea of planning out your self-care routine is going to be crucial for your workout routine, for your fitness journey. Anything that you're trying to accomplish, you need to implement a level of organization in your life when it comes to giving yourself time every day. This is going to help you with creating your workout plans, um, sticking to your meal plans, and you know, really crushing those goals that you're trying to accomplish. As self-care and organization pertains to fitness, it really boils down to time management. How you manage your time, how you manage your free time, and how you allocate your time for the things that are important to you throughout the day. Taking care of ourselves is a basic need, and there are certain basic needs that we absolutely can't go without. I'll tell you guys a story. So when I was a new mom, like, new mom, newborn, a couple weeks out. Um my ex told me that I didn't deserve to count hours of sleep. Yeah, I know. Hang with me for a second. So when you're a new mom, you don't get a lot of sleep and it's really hard because you have all this new responsibility you're not getting a lot of sleep, you're not really taking care of yourself. So it is very difficult to focus on other aspects of your life. I remember thinking to myself, I only got, you know, two hours of sleep. How am I going to go about taking care of a child all day long? And I was made to feel that I didn't deserve to sleep and that this was my life now and that I should be okay with not getting an adequate amount of sleep or not eating healthy foods. And that was just mind-blowing to me that I accepted that it was okay to not get any sleep and I allowed someone to convince me that my needs weren't important. That's why in the beginning of this, I said self-care is never selfish. A basic need like sleep is something that we all need in order to function and do the things that we need to do properly. In Maslow's hierarchy of needs, food, water, safety, love and belonging, self-esteem, and self-actualization are the basic needs that we need as humans to survive. So if we aren't allowing ourselves to have even the basic needs, let alone External things like going for walks or getting our nails done, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, then how are we going to progress in other aspects of our life if we can't even hone in on the basics that we need? So, organization, creating a plan, allocating our time that is second. The next thing that's super important is breaking down those psychological barriers for why you're doing what you're doing. And I know I've discussed this in previous episodes, but if you don't break down those psychological barriers that are keeping you from taking care of yourself, it's going to be very hard to progress. I said it once and I'll say it again. Self-care looks extremely different to everyone, but it also means keeping the commitments that you make to yourself as well setting goals, and following through with them for yourself. Psychological barriers, when I talk about that, I mean the things that are stopping you in your life that are a mentality. So for example, when I was 100 pounds heavier than I am now, I was so uncomfortable with my body. I was so, and not just physically, I was so insecure and so depressed in that point in my life and the person I was with at the time preferred me that way because of their own insecurities and the way that they wanted people to see me so I saw that psychological barrier as well why even try to get in shape because this is how this person prefers me you need to take a step back at why you're doing what you're doing in your life and really realize that you're doing it for yourself and your own good. Making that first step and that decision to lose weight was extremely hard for me and I think it's an emotional process for a lot of people because we see a version of ourselves that people are used to and that we're used to you know, we're used to eating a certain way or living a certain way and maybe to please other people. So when we begin that journey, it is very hard to have a level of support. Um, And it's important to know that breaking down that psychological barrier is becoming your own support. As it pertains to fitness, a lot of people find it hard to understand some of the habits it takes to creating that lifestyle for example um, when you're changing your body and you're implementing self-care and you're taking care of yourself more you're going to do things differently you might not eat out as more you might allocate your time more so to exercising or you know certain people that were once an influence on you You might not be around them anymore. So when you're beginning your journey, not only your mental health journey, but your fitness journey as well, there's going to be changes and it's important that you have your own level of support, whether that be external or family, friends. And if you don't have that, if you don't have that level of support in your life, you have to become your own voice of reason. You have to be your own cheerleader. Being overweight, it's a vicious cycle because, you know, you're overweight so you don't feel good about yourself. So you're not taking care of yourself. So in turn, you're not eating the things that you should be. You're not exercising. You're not getting any positive feedback. Therefore, the cycle continues of not taking care of yourself. It's a hard vicious cycle to break out of. But once you do, the possibilities for you are absolutely endless. The whole point that I always try to drive home with all of my episodes and the brand that I'm building is that all of your goals, whether they are fitness or psychologically, mentally, emotionally, you have to change the way that you think. There is a switch that just clicks when you decide that what you want and where you need to be is more important than the way that you're thinking right now. Your mindset every day controls the goals that you have for yourself and whether you will or won't accomplish them. It's completely up to you. I heard a quote once and it said, the version of you that makes a million dollars and is super successful is physically that version of you right now. But what does it take to get to that point? It's a mentality. It's changing your way of thinking, changing your priorities, and changing what it is you need to do in order to get to the place that you want to be. In order to become more physically fit, you have to think like someone who is more physically fit. And that includes your attitude on working out, your attitude on self-care, your attitude on eating correctly. All of it depends on your attitude and how willing you are to take care of yourself. It's always scary starting something new, but what's even scarier in my mind is remaining stagnant and being unhappy with where you're at in life. Becoming a better version of yourself is a level of self-care It's like I said in the beginning, self-care doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be buying yourself new things or taking vacations. Do I love to take vacations? Absolutely. But giving myself a better version of myself every day, becoming better in different aspects, that's priceless. No one can take that from you and it's something that you can keep on giving yourself. Becoming a better version of yourself is way easier said than done. I think what's so exciting about self empowerment and self improvement is that you always have a ways to go. I mean, I get excited thinking about how far I've come and how different I am um, versus the version I was of myself a couple of years ago or even a couple of months ago. And I'm constantly growing and constantly changing my goals. And I think that that's really exciting. You know, I look up to women and people who are strong, strong minded, not just physically strong, but people that have a mentality that you can't change. I absolutely love being around people that are constantly aspiring to be better, whether it be working on certain aspects of their life, or better physically, or better emotionally. People that are constantly improving and are self-aware are those people that you just love to surround yourself with. You need to surround yourself with people that are on the same path as you and have similar goals that you have. Surround yourself with people who encourage you to take care of yourself. People that see your goals and think, wow, that's someone who really loves themselves, someone that really prioritizes self-care. The more you change your way of thinking and the way that you look at yourself and life, it will in turn change the way others look at their life. And it becomes this beautiful cycle of people constantly wanting to become better. And I think that that's really what I strive for in this community is just helping people realize that you can be better and in turn you motivate other people to become better in their lives. I didn't always have this outlook on life or this mindset, which is why I think I struggled for so long on a lot of my goals. And now that I've realized what's important, it's just so exciting to be growing and helping you guys grow as a community and seeing all of you guys crush your fitness goals. I have friends that, you know, I've known for so long that, They look amazing and they feel amazing and their lives are just changing because they changed their mindset. If changing your mindset is something that you really want to focus on in creating a new life for yourself, I read the most amazing books by one of my favorite authors. And if you're not a reader, it's okay. She has podcasts too. Um, Najwa Zabian. Oh my gosh, you guys, she's amazing. She talks about self-love, self-care, the healing journey, just really experiencing who you are and that level of growth. Um, Her books really helped me get through a tough time in my life. Um, Two of her best books, in my opinion, are Nectar of Pain and Welcome Home, which is a newer book of hers. She also has an Instagram where she's constantly posting self empowering quotes, and she's also a speaker and a teacher worldwide, which I think is absolutely incredible. So, if you are someone that you know struggles with that, as I did, then I would definitely recommend checking her out. If you're someone who's more inspired by faith, Sarah Jake Roberts. I can't speak highly of her enough. She's amazing. I listen to her every morning before I get up and her sermons and her speeches are just incredible. So if you ever have a chance to check her out, she's on YouTube as well. Um, I know that she also does speaking around the world. So definitely look into that. You know, whether it be reading or listening to a podcast or, like I said, taking a walk or just being silent and being still for five minutes, whatever your idea of self-care is, start it. Implement it today. Begin that journey because you will notice a drastic difference in the way that your life is after you do that. And I just want all of you to know that you can do this. There are plenty of resources out there. I know my podcast isn't the only self empowerment podcast out there, but I'm just so blessed and humbled by the fact that I can even share my experiences and help you guys in any way that I can. Um, If you're on Instagram, I'm on there as well. It's just my first and last name, Destiny Alton. I'm on Facebook, but I really keep that for family, and you can find me on TikTok as well, Destiny Alton. I hope you guys have the most amazing week and really start off strong with all of the goals that you want to accomplish. I love you guys, and I'll see you next time.